play that song because here we are on episode 70 of the brian oak show and soup dragons uh little known and i can't even call them a one-hit wonder because if you have a minor alternate hit are you a one-hit wonder sean uh maybe but not really yeah you're no 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 yeah exactly but for whatever reason back in the early to mid 90s when i worked at rev 105 mary lucia because she is both brutal and wonderful and intelligent and brilliant, but also cruel. Um, <laughs> she, our she, favorite blend of. She people. told me that she was like, "I love your Soup Dragons tattoo," and I, <laughs> I, with a gun to my head, I could not wait name another Soup Dragon song. <laughs> but that one right there, their cover of Rolling Stones' "I'm Free," is the only one I could think of. And for whatever reason, I, I woke up thinking of Mary Lucia today, and I love her. She is a wonderful, wonderful human being, and. Um, we always got along, you know, like we'd probably because we didn't have to spend all that much time together other than the year we did a morning show together and somehow she still tolerated me. But that was a good one right there. It is Brian Oak show. It is episode 70 and we are uh, recording live in the Smart Start MN studio here in the heart of South Minneapolis. We are at 48th and Chicago, just a couple doors down from the Skyway Theater, which. Oh, you meant the Parkway, not the Skyway. Did I say Skyway? You did. We're downtown Minneapolis. That's true. Hanging out at the Seville. We're right here at the Seville. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Cinnamon. Now appearing on center stage, it's Coco. Oh, I did I did actually mean <laughs> I did actually mean the Parkway Theater. My apologies. Wow. It's been sorry, a, guys. a long day, didn't sleep enough. <laughs> Not really that sorry. It's kind of fun to joke about strip clubs. Um <laughs> I would like to welcome our next guest in. Do we have any other business we have to take care of before we welcome her? Well, we're pretty professional usually in how we do this show, so I think it's super important that we stick with the format, whatever the hell that is. I was just checking. Colleen, <laughs> Colleen, have you hung up or are you still there? No, I'm here. Okay. I'm totally here. Okay, good. So I, I, I was neither diminishing nor celebrating exotic dancers. I was just saying I, I might have gotten it wrong for a moment there. Your thoughts? Wouldn't you be an exotic dancer if you could? If I had that kind of body, here's the problem. If I was, if I came out in like red leggings and some sort of really form-fitting top, I would be. I'll, I'll bet there'd be a riot. I'll bet there'd be a fight. Like some, <laughs> something, something would go wrong. It, it would be terrible. So yes, it, to answer your question, if I had the physical wherewithal and the appropriate appearance. Shit, yeah, I'd shake that shit on the stage for That's a couple right. extra singles. You know, when I was a kid, I grew up on the east side of St. Paul, right? Mm-hmm. You're a you're a, a Anoka Coon Rapids guy. Coon Rapids. Hey, look, right? hey, look, Coon I Rapids. didn't ask for it. It just happened to me, Colleen. You just All got right? lucky. Right. He was fortunate. Oh Christ! Well, the east side is like the Coon Rapids of St. Paul. Well, there's right? that. That's yeah. what I think. Are you, kind I, of. Do I get? Am I going to hear a lamplighter story? Am what? I going to hear a lamplighter story right now or a mermaid story? No, the pain reliever. Oh, spelled P-A-Y-N as in Pain Avenue. I will shut up right. because I, I'm going to sit back, sort of relax and hear your story. All right. So the pain reliever had two bars inside of it. For those of you that are old enough to know the pain reliever, it was the there was the rock and roll side and then there was the strip club side, right? And did you ever go to the pain reliever? Did either of you guys ever I go to the not, pain reliever? I did not, no. Now, and again, I'm not oh, adverse to that sort of thing. Oh, I've, I've been to a couple strip clubs in my life. And by a couple, I mean... Yeah, but the pain reliever had its own flavor. I, I know, know, I, I get just, it. I, it was it, so it, east side. It was great. It's kind of like, what's that place um, down in Invergrove Heights? The, uh, the King of Hearts. Like... It, again, not exactly right. like that, but it's got its own vibe, and there's not really another place like it. My favorite dancer used to grab dollar bills up from the ground with her butt cheeks, and it was just awesome. wonderful. <laughs> it was just like, 
I just thought she was wonderful. Young but, people, young people so, listen because long before twerking ever existed, there were dancers and entertainers who knew how to pick up your money with their ass. Yeah, I, I feel. Yeah. I feel like I mean, that's that important. Like, have you ever tried to pick anything up with your ass from the floor from a squatting position? I'm going to be honest. That is, that is like Olympic. <laughs> I have to tell you that I've tried it because. What, okay, whoa, 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 it, back it up, back it up. What did you try, try to pick it. up? Did you try to pick up a, a full and a half dollar bill? I'm not saying I did it in front of anybody. I'm no, saying no, I, I did it just me, myself, and I. Look, any, any, any athlete, anybody who's any good at anything they do, you practice first before you bring it out in public. What were you trying to pick up? If you don't mind my asking, bill. with your so did you did you do the thing where you I fold it in half it. and I sort of tent it? I was drunk at the pain reliever, and I was just like, because I had been to the rock and roll side, right? And here's the thing, dude, I, I was 16. I had a fake ID, right? And I was there with my friend Diane Schwinghammer, what? real name. Yeah. Oh, but by the name. way, Schwinghammer is the name of my yeah. new acoustic side project <laughs> because that's a fucking badass name right there. And she was a badass gal. Mm-hmm. But God rest her soul, she is no longer with us. Mm. However, RIP. However, so Diane and I had fake IDs, and we used to go to the pain reliever, and we'd watch Dare Force. <laughs> right? Yeah, you would. Yeah. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we totally would. And we would get, like, Tom Collins's and Manhattan's and mm-hmm. whatever, because, like, we would order whatever we heard adults order, now, you know, so to- then... That was our drink, right? I need to ask you a question. Were you able to, so you had fake IDs, so you got in, and like, did the people look at you and just be like, oh, these are cute young ladies, we're just going to give them drinks, or did you really sort of like mission impossible it around the side and be like, we totally got this figured out? No, I looked like an adult. I mean, I really did. I I don't know that Diane so much looked like an adult, but Mm -hmm. I think I carried her for the both of us, because I really... I mean, I I had glad. I mean, I didn't look like a cool adult. <laughs> I'm not saying I looked like a like a hotsy totsy cool adult. I looked like a like a like a data entry person. I looked like one of the office ladies from uh, from Kids in the Hall. Remember that? Oh the yeah, Kathy's. Yeah, sure do. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I looked like until all hell broke loose when I was 17, and then I shaved my head, but. But I, for a while there, I was rocking this sort of middle management Kathy <laughs> look, and nobody ever questioned it because they were like, what kid would dress like this? What kid would dress like somebody who's 38? So you you rocking a late 70s, much, early I mean, 80s it, Kathy look is what everyone calls Karen today, right? I mean, like you, yes. you were Karen long before Karen was anti-cool to be Karen. Right, right. I had the look. I didn't have the attitude, but I had the look. So you never called management. We were, we were huh, what's that? You never called management. I never called management. No, because I've been a server. You know, I've yeah. been a, a a person who serves. So I'm I'm not really <laughs> one to call the manager. I'm one to look at the person and and work it out. You're a self-starter. You know, so we, we, have to, we have to get to a song, but I want to hear the rest of your story about going to a strip club when you're 16 and drinking illegally. Oh, yeah. You're going to love this. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> so you want me to tell you right now? Yeah, tell me now, and then we'll hear a song. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. So we'd go over there. We'd, you know, we'd hang out, and... On uh, and then I saw the woman that could pick up dollar bills with her butt. So then I was like, <laughs> I have to learn how to do this, you know. So I tried and tried and tried, and then I realized I am not athletic enough to be an exotic dancer, nor probably will I ever be. But I digress. The real story is that on Sunday nights there was a um, there were male dancers. It was the U.S. male dancers. And it was on Sunday nights, and there were a group Oof. of, like, East Side biker ladies that would come in yeah. on Sunday nights. And all those guys, I mean, I think most of them were sort of batting for the other team. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Look, um, I, I, I was in L.A. Looking. and saw the Thunder from Down Under, and there yeah. is not one of those guys who would even give you a second look if they walked by you in the casino, and I'm right. talking to you specifically. Right. And nothing wrong with that, man. Like, whatever whatever you want to do is exactly. cool. But, I mean, the guys who are cut that hard don't have a single yeah. hair on their body, let alone a pubic hair, and right. they're dancing that hard. They're not, they're not down to 
satisfied ladies, but it, it was amazing. When I saw that show, the women who were throwing 10s and 20s and 50s on the stage was remarkable. Oh, yeah. It was remarkable. Well, we appreciate it. You know, <laughs> when somebody works as hard as, as we do, you know. I mean, I don't I don't know. Like, it, you see, saw a male stripper, you didn't go home and try to pick up a dollar bill with your butt, did you? No. Well, you went home and ate a cheeseburger and said, I can't believe this woman was throwing money at that guy. You know, you know I me, have... I'm thinking, I want to be that person, right? But, <laughs> so, anyway, so here's the deal, Colleen Cruz. So I'm watching the, what? I have tried to yeah. twerk before because I was told it was in the ankles. And apparently, you don't have the butt for it. I've or, seen your butt. No. Here's the deal. Like, no, I've got a nice bubble. It's not flat like an old man is. It's actually a pretty decent bubble, but... Maybe you were. It doesn't. It doesn't have any flop to it. Know. Like you, you have to be able to make it pop. So I just want you to know when <laughs> yeah. you tried to pick up a dollar bill with your ass, I have tried to make that back end bounce, and I don't have it. So if you, if <laughs> you, tried you, to make it clap. Oh yeah, that's what I do. I, wa- I wanted to make it clap. So I tried for a long time, but that's apparently out of my purview. It's like moonwalking. You either you either get it or you don't. Oh God! So you you oh. tried to you tried to pick it up with your butt, and it just it was not going to happen. No, I kept falling over. That's not nobody's going to want to pay to see that. I don't think <laughs> to watch Colleen Cruz fall over trying to pick up like a dollar Artie bill Johnson, with her ass. I'm laughing, falling off the tricycle. That's what it was. All right, all right. Before we talk anymore, because I could literally do this all damn day, we okay. have to hear some music. So. I picked this song because I came across it. Uh, last night I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't get back to sleep. And I had this thing where I'm like, hmm. And you remember how early Bob Dylan, even though Bob Dylan was freaking Bob Dylan, Hendrix yeah. and the birds, they sort of brought Bob Dylan to a new level because, let's be honest, and sorry, Bob, you know, total Minnesota Eskimo Brothers, uh, but we he's not the greatest singer in the world, but mm-hmm. one of the greatest lyricists, one of the greatest songwriters sure. of all time, but people like Hendrix and the Birds brought him to an audience that otherwise might not have ever, ever understood it. Same thing here. So Springsteen went on to be one of the most important singer-songwriters in America. Early on, even though he was doing what I consider to be his best work, it wasn't getting out there. It wasn't hits. There was a couple here and there, a couple of minor things. Patti Smith had one. But Manfred Mann did this version of an early song of his that I woke up with my head in this morning, within my head this morning, and I cannot get it out of my head. So I'm hoping that playing it on the show will help expunge it. This is Manfred Mann's Earth Band, super stupid name, by the way, uh, covering Springsteen's For You on The Brian Oak Show. Your pulse is getting weak 
yourself all to me now While you've got the strength to speak Cause they're waiting for you at Bellevue With their oxygen masks But I could give it all to you now If only you could ask Don't call for your surgeon Even he says it's late It's not your lungs this time But your heart holds your fate Don't give me my money back Don't want it anymore It's not that nursery mouth I came back for It's not the way it's stretched out on the floor I've broken all your windows And I ran through all your doors And who am I to ask you To fight my wars And you should know that's true You should Here's the problem, Manfred Man, is when everyone in your band feels like they are Mozart, then you get a lot of those little organ fills at the end and just a couple <laughs> more drum fills and like just shh, you you already killed it. You killed it. So don't like make it sad at the end. The Brian Oak story. By the way, my name is Brian Oak. It is episode 70 of The Brian Oak Show. Sean Bernard, my business partner. Our guest is Colleen Cruz. And before we get back to her, we have to thank a couple of sponsors. One is Smart Start MN. Uh, They are Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? Well, it means if you... How, How frontal can I be right now? I'd go full frontal. If you fucked up... Which happens. I'm going to be honest. I'll tell you the truth right now. I fucked up once almost 20 years ago. Uh, If you drink and drive and you get popped, well, thank God someone got a hold of you before you hurt yourself or you hurt someone else. Super stupid move, but a lot of people do it. And maybe we're going out less these days, and maybe it doesn't happen as much as it used to, but it still happens. Doesn't have to be you. Could be an in-law, could be a friend, could be a relative, could be anybody. If someone you know 
finds themselves in the situation where they have to climb that large uphill road of a DUI, have them talk to Smart Start because your life's still going to be difficult. It's still going to be expensive, but you can be on the road. You can get back to living as much of a normal life as possible after you do the thing you do. Smartstartmn.com slash The Brian Oak Show. If you go there, they will give you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. Also, Sean Bernard is my friend. He's uh, a guy that I know. Uh, He produces this show. (laughs) Uh, I've known him for a very long time. In fact, for decades, literal decades, multiple decades. And that's why we do The Brian Oak Show together. Now, you... Sean, while I know you're trying to take care of something technical, allow me to dance around this one a little bit. Sure. You are a realtor. And I would think, given the the nature of lockdown and the nature of where we are and who we are and what we are right now and how the world works, I would guess that, like, shit, no one's selling a house. No one's buying a house. Like, people are hiding in the basement, like, eating rats and apple cores and that kind of stuff. (laughs) What? I don't know, <laughs> but it turns out that people, although, you know, there there are ways to do it. Like, I don't leave the house without a mask. I just don't. Like, this one's choking my neck right now, but I refuse to leave the house without a mask. Hello? Is she back? Hello? Hello. We're Hello. back. Oh, good. How, how do you feel about me finishing the last 20 seconds of this uh, ad for Sean and then you and I resume? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds let's, good. Let, let's just do it like that. So, Sean, my point was that people are still buying and selling homes. You're actually so busy that we're doing two shows in one day. Um, so things are all right. Yeah, they are. I, I feel fortunate. Uh, it's kind of been all over and I've experienced some craziness with all of this uh, in the real estate business, but... But by and large, things are okay, and people are planning ahead and that sort of thing. And so I've got right. a new place coming on the market here uh, July 9th and and a couple of others that, a couple others that I'm working on right now. But give me a call at 612-859-2594. Or shoot me a text if you're interested in buying or selling or just want to do some homework to kind of see where you're at. I noticed that you're wearing a, uh, well, it's around your neck. It's out of your mouth right now, yeah. but I noticed you have a bright red communist mask around your neck. Uh, should, should... W- Oh, it's twi- oh, it's the twins. It's the twins. What are, they, what are they doing? Like a sixty-game season or some yeah, sort of? They are. It's going to be. But I, I just love baseball so much, and I'm glad they're at least going to get in sixty games. So. Yeah, totally. Me too. Yeah, you don't care. Brian Oak Show, episode seventy. What I do care about is talking to smart, intelligent people like Colleen Cruz, who's our guest right now. Colleen, are you still with us? Yes, I'm here. All right, so Colleen, I, I want to ask you, before we move any further and hear any of your songs, I want to ask you because, you know, you and I were talking about doing a couple things on the side for a while, and then the world got super weird, and it all got mm. shut down, but but I want you to know that I'm in total agreeance, and so when I see what you put on social media, you, as I believe is the smart thing to do, air to the side of... Not being together, not going to bars, not going to see comedy yeah. shows, not going to yeah, see music. Right. Like, like, let's all go ahead and hunker down, even though it sucks and we're all going broke doing it. Let's hunker down and let's make sure that we all get to live for a while after this. Does that seem like a fair assessment? Right. I mean, it's uh, when you think about uh, the greatest generation and and other generations that have gone before us that have had to deal with really a minor inconvenience. I mean, in the scheme of things, this is a minor, or people in other countries, this is a super minor inconvenience. Not being able to go to a bar. Right, right. Come on. Snap out of it. But but, but also, but also. being a puss. But, well, I mean, (laughs) and and trust me, I'm I'm as big a puss as they come. Like, I I am the biggest puss you've probably ever met. That being said, there's something about personal responsibility. Like, you know, there's one thing about being a puss. There's another thing about being, which, again, I admittedly, and Sean will back me up on this, the biggest push you've ever met. Um, but there's, al- there's also, shut up, Sean. Uh, there's also something about doing the right thing. And I've noticed uh, there's a tone in your social media output, Colleen, that like, look, stay home. Like this, this shit isn't over. In fact, we may not have peaked yet. Let's, let's not die. Does that seem reasonable? Right. I think that's, uh, yeah, that is exactly what I've been posting because it's not, we haven't peaked yet. 
That's not me saying that. That's science. <laughs> here's what, and here's what's amazing to me. I had a couple of uh, old high school people that I kept as friends on Facebook just because I'm like, you know, I grew up in the North Suburban Cultural right. Corridor. I grew up in Coon Rapids, for those listening who are not from Minnesota. It's like a third slash fourth tier northern suburb. It is the biggest small town I've ever been in. If you've ever seen a John Hughes movie, um, everything that seemed cartoonish was actually real in my life growing up in the 80s. And I have some of them coming out of the woodwork, and, and they've decided to, and you you put the fine point on it right there, Colleen. It's science. There's nothing political about what's happening right now. Wearing a mask, washing your hands, social distancing. The, these are not Democratic or Republican. They are not liberal or conservative. These are basic facts of science that you cannot deny. And even if they don't fix the whole problem... They will help mitigate the situation. For a while there, flatten the curve was a very popular uh, phrase, and that seems to have fallen out of fashion, but that's exactly what it does. Wear the fucking mask. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very fair. Bravo. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> honestly, and again, I know I'm, I'm fucking preaching to the choir right there because I know that's how you believe, but why, why, so... Let me ask you this. When it started to collapse, when it re- when you, we, we both realized, we all realized, everyone's listening, that things were starting to condense, that this was not a normal situation, you, you know, again, I, and all I know, it's not like we're talking on the phone every day, but what I know is of your social media output, at a certain point, you turned a corner and you're like, fuck this, I'm not leaving the house and I'm doing this one thing. What was the turning point for you? Why Why are you so insistent on telling these fuck faces to go to hell? I, well, because <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a mother who's, who's immunocompromised. Oh, really? And, I want to be, and she's 83 years old, and I want to be able to see her eventually, you know. And I, I have seen her. We've been social distancing, like 10 feet apart with masks on. Mm-hmm. 10 feet apart with masks on. That's how I've seen my mom. I haven't hugged her. And I don't want to be the one that's going to kill my mom. And I don't want any of these other dickwads uh, out there to be somebody, because my mom has to go to Walgreens and pick up her stuff or, you know, because she's whatever. I just don't want anybody else to bring it over to her, you know. So, and there's so many people that have um, immune uh issues and they don't even know it you know you're just like you don't know what you have until the shit hits the fan you know there are people there and as we've seen there's people in there there's kids in their 20s and 30s that of course think you know and i was guilty of that too at that age of course we all were we all were right but they're not they're not taking it seriously and i i uh i hope that changes well it's it's different in that like when you know when you're in your 20s you're like I can do mushrooms tonight. Like I'm, I'm bulletproof. <laughs> like right, but that, but but I mean, any, but that's different than than a worldwide global pandemic. That it, and again, maybe you're cool, but maybe you have a ge- genetic predisposition, or maybe you have a thing that you didn't know about, and suddenly you're intubated in an ICU unit, and is, so maybe not right. Like I mean, that's a that's a, a rare right. weird case situation. But it's still happening. Like, stay home. Don't be an idiot. Wear a mask. Yeah. Wash your hands. Just and and just stay home. It's super There's a simple. lot of magical thinking going on right now. That's really upsetting. It's super upsetting. You know? Let's yeah. come back and talk more about that and other things. But first, I would like to hear your first song because we've been talking for a long ass time. Adrian okay. Adrian Ballou, who I know has played with a tremendous number of bands, um, King Crimson among them. Um, I, but to me, whenever I have a guest on, and you have obviously been on a bunch before, and I hopefully will be on a bunch more, I, I just, Aww. all I want is, well, but seriously though, uh, but all I want is there's no, there's no cool factor. There's no nothing to prove. I just like to know why certain songs matter to the people that I talk to. Why Adrian Ballou and why this song? Um, because the, it was sort of a, um, to me, it was like, it fit the times, but it wasn't too, too much of a bummer. (laughs) 
know, like one of those days, right? Wait you know, a minute, are you, say, are you saying one of those days? Are you saying it's a bummer right now? Yeah, things are kind of a bummer, but they're not because it's beautiful out. You can get outside. You know, well now it's going to be winter. And I'm, I'm going to be honest. Be I'm no, not yeah. me. No, I October never comes soon enough. Soon enough, and I call this what's happening outside right now dinosaur weather. If it's oh. if it's a, if it's above eighty five and the dew points above seventy, fuck this! I cannot yeah. wait for November. But we all like different things, don't we, Colleen? Yes, we do. And you like Adrian Ballou. This is called One of These Days on the Brian Oak Show. guy who is a worthy artist in his own right, but also played with unforgiving masters like Frank Zappa, David Bowie. We go on to work with Talking Heads, Tom Tom Club, King Crimson. He had, and again, his solo career and his many side projects were all over the map. But Adrian Ballou, um, really, really nice pull, Colleen. I enjoyed that a great deal. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, before we talk a little bit more about, I don't know, whatever the hell we're going to talk about. I wanted to finish my pain reliever story. Oh, oh, for sure. We can get back to the pain reliever. You know what? Instead of a, instead of our sponsor, we'll get to them in a minute. I want to hear the rest of your pain reliever story. <laughs> okay. And it's, I know it's a long story. It's a never ending story. So they had well, it's not never side. ending because the pain reliever is gone. So yeah, all I, I have is your long stories that I hope you will issue on cassette <laughs> at some point. Um, okay. But please finish this story. Because single. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. They had the rock and roll side and the strip club side. Mm. Right? Yeah. And on Sunday nights, they had the male strippers, the U.S. male dancers, oh, which was yeah. like a local outfit. And 
I, my friend Diane Schwinghammer and I used to go there on Sunday nights. We would tell our parents that we were go right, Schwing. We would, we would go, we were saying, oh, I'm going to go to Diane's house. Oh, I'm going to go to Colleen's house. Oh, I'm going to go to the library. You know, we would just be at this bar watching male strippers with these biker ladies. And they were like, and the MC, his name was Kung Fu Dave, right? <laughs> and I mean... Kung you know, Fu I've Dave. been a Kung, Kung Fu Dave and he would come out and I mean, I'd be like three cocktails into it. And, and he'd come out and he'd say, uh, he, he started doing Steve Martin's, uh, second album, mm. like almost word for word. And right. I just thought, Oh no, 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 yeah. no. So I busted him, you know? Right. And I said, I want you to come up with your own material. Like, listen to mm. me. Like yeah. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, the comic police right well it, was, it was, was also like, you, like a total remember it huh uh, it was like a total boner killer right i mean like you're there to see well, some I didn't naked have a boner dudes for the male stri- we didn't to, to put it okay, we did not Colleen. have a boner for the male strippers okay. we just okay. thought it was funny so we were say. like we'd go to school on monday with like slight hangovers and we'd be like <laughs> everybody was like what did you do the week over the weekend we we're like nothing <laughs> you just know? you know like, watch some tv do a little homework Cool. That's right. So anyway, I apologize for interrupting. So you busted this guy's chops on stealing someone else's bit. Because you know what? You as a comedian, as any sort of entertainer, you bite someone else's rhymes, fuck you. That's right. But the story gets even better. The next year, my mom is taking me to buy school clothes at the Kmart. Right? I have befriended a male stripper in the wild. I have come to Dave and I are now best friends. Wow. I like it's the first oh, guy. Dear. It's the first like jokes I ever helped write. <laughs> I helped come to Dave, and I would go there every Sunday night and watch him like try out his material. Not not you know even joking, right? You know right. in his in right. his g-string. So I'm at the Kmart on the east side with my mother to buy school clothes for eleventh grade. Yep. Yeah. You gotta have and new then school all of clothes. Sudden, this super hunky uh, uh, dude walks up to me and he says, "Hey, Colleen!" <laughs> oh, and no. my mother looks at oh, me no. and he's talking up a blue, you know. And I just, uh, I said, "Oh, hello, uh, it's Dave, right?" <laughs> oh, and I said, "This is my mother, and we're buying school clothes because I'm going into eleventh grade." Yeah. Also, I'm legally not available, so settle down. Thunder well, from down other. <laughs> it was a it was a very tense moment, and then he just sort of backed away. And my mother said, "Who is that?" And I could not say it was a male stripper from the. I'm like, it's just know. I don't I don't know that guy. He must have just guessed said, my name. Super lucky. No, Maybe he's a I psychic. Had, I said something super lame. I said, "I think it is our mailman." <laughs> our mailman. Right. I, can I can I ask you a question? So, um. I've been to no shortage of strip clubs, and I don't care who hears it. I've been to a few. I have never seen a full-blown male stripping review, but I've always been curious about this one aspect. So, like, I'm a a huge fan of the naked female body. I'll admit, I'm a middle-aged, cisgendered male. I think everybody is. Well, and, and if you are as well, great. Now, it's different when it comes to the naked male body, so I have to ask this. Especially considering the, the spectrum of showers versus growers, when they come out in their thongs and they do the dancing thing, I've never seen a male strip review. Like, do they do they make an effort to? Oh, I don't know how to say this without sounding like weird. To bulk up. Exactly, like like to make it seem a little more prominent than other. Because we've all seen it when it looks like a baby what vulture the, hiding in the nest. Called? Yeah. Which ones? Plump and serve. What were they called? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Ball no. What were they? Is that what they were called? What ball, were they called? You know what I'm talking about? Ballpark Franks. They plump when you ball. cook them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I mean, we've all seen it where it looks like a baby vulture laying in its nest, but we've also all seen it where it's like, bah! like you know, like there should be patriotic music. <laughs> so I'm wondering. I'm wondering. When you go, when you go to a male strip show, what, oh. I mean, does, are we somewhere in the middle of the spectrum? Are we to either side? Yeah, I think they're. I think they're stuffing. I'm pretty sure that a lot of them. Does it never are, come out? 
It never like you never get to see no, the no 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 the no, actual no. cruise missile. Uh-uh. No, really, you don't get to see any of that. It's it's just down to the g string. Oh, well, then which I always thought was dumb. No, then, there, then there's definitely a, a cucumber in there. Too. Yeah, yeah. You know, but now they started showing stuff on movies, and it's kind of like, well, that's doesn't really do anything. <laughs> like, I, Here, here's the whole know? bit. I remember I just saw a movie the other night on TV that showed full frontal male nudity. I'm like, look, man, as a dad, I'm totally cool with celebrating dad bod. Mm-hmm. I'm not cool with celebrating. Growers and oh. not showers. It's it's a, it's a it's a terrible terrible thing. We're talking to Colleen Cruz. <laughs> Colleen, so we are all locked down. You are not in the studio with us. You are at home and you're hunkering down. And I know that's your preferred mode, which I am a hundred percent cool with. What are you doing with your time during lo- lockdown? I am working on a project. Right, now. I'm working on a writing project uh, that I can't talk about. Well, so, su- super, I mean, super great out, story. It's be out in January. No, Colleen, that, that's January. a great story, Colleen. No, I really, I'm so glad we had a chance <laughs> I, to have I, you, you know on to talk about it. I can't talk about my life. Why? <laughs> Why? Are you, are you on the run from the KGB? Why can't you talk about your life? Someday. I'm on the run from the U.S. male dancers. When will oh. we get to know? When will we get to hear this? more about this? All I, those little January. mushroom caps. January. January. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come out in January. So it's it's actually coming all right, out. All right, okay, I'm not January. I'm not asking you to give, give too much information. A scripted podcast. I'm a doing script- a scripted podcast. Oh well, la ti da. You know, you're on a podcast right now. I don't know if you are familiar with that. So. This, know, is this is scripted. Right oh, this now. is like, scripted. This is like, like, are they, so? Like, are we like? Oh, this is that whole Jane Austen thing you're into, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. It's masterpiece theater. I'm writing oh. masterpiece theater right now. Lots of it's lots of upstairs, downstairs. Yeah, all of it. All of Abbey. it. It's very, it's very classy. Huzzah! Well, I'm so I'm glad that you have found a new thing to put forward, and you have a new podcast <laughs> that will compete with ours. Because luckily, there's only about. It's not going to compete. Liter- I want you literally. to be on it. Actually, I want you to play a character. Oh. Can I can I play can I play the butler that has the limp? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can you can he be named Renfield? Yes. Can I throw a little yes. bit of a <sighs> a little bit of a wheeze into my approach? All right. Anyways, we're talking to Clean Cruise. Uh, in addition Feeling to it. in addition to your new upstairs downstairs masterpiece theater podcast, congratulations. Uh-huh. Um, is there anything else that people should know about? No, not really. <laughs> no, I love that. No. I mean, I just, the, the most exciting thing that I've done today is I'm doing it right now, Brian. Wow. That's yeah. awfully nice. Oh. Well, thanks, Aww. Colleen. Or everything it's, else really sucks. It's, I, mean, I was going to say, wow, 2020 is a complete fucking diarrhea vomit, what is isn't well, it? What am I going to tell you? I went swimming today. Yes, I where? Went to Square where? Lake. Where? Square Lake and Stillwater. Yeah, there it's, aren't it's any Square Lakes. It's about a 40-minute drive. Okay, but... I, but here, here's now. Here's what I love about that part of the story. I haven't smelled like lake water in so long, and next weekend, I am going up north to visit a friend near the Alexandria area. I, smelling like lake water, be, being a native Minnesotan, is something that I adore so much. Like because we have more than a couple of them here, yeah. but. If you don't prioritize it, it's easy to forget about it. So I'm glad that you smelled like lake water recently because I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to it next weekend. Yeah, I'm going every day. Oh gosh, and I'm and I'm house sitting at a super fancy house this weekend that has a pool. Oh, so that's exciting. Well, I look forward. No, nobody's invited. I, oh, I, come I, on! I, I, lo- I look forward to I look forward to getting pinged and getting the location down. Uh, I'll bring. Oh, you don't drink. Damn it. No, I um, don't. I wish I did. What, you know, what not if, really. What, but what, kind if, of. what if I brought empanadas? Could I come to the pool party if I brought empanadas? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They're, they're beef and they have this glorious light uh, sort of uh, cuke uh, guac that goes on them. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Oh well, that's what more. you say. No, that's what you say. <laughs> but you know what? I know that my phone will go dark after we're done with this contact right here. Let's go ahead and let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, before we go, um, 
you know, I, it's really, it's always good to talk to you. And I really appreciate it. Now, for the final song, you picked, have we forgotten anyone? I don't I think don't so. Think so. Buster on 28th, did we hit them? No. Oh, well, then we did forget somebody. Yeah, we did. Yeah, well, thanks. That was your job. Oh, wow. Buster's on 28th <laughs> is a restaurant in my neck of the woods. I'm mere three blocks away from my home. They are a, an amazing destination for food. When you can go inside, they pride themselves on literally hundreds of tap beers, but also available bottled beers, wines. The food there is exceptional, and they've recently opened up their uh patio and now again you have to make an appointment because we're not like look man the states that have opened up and they're sitting on top of each other it it makes my head burst open wide when i watch the way that certain people are acting like like vanilla ice who i actually did see once at fourth street in downtown st paul in lower town Hmm. uh but and it was fucking killer because he was going by v ice he was doing the hardcore version Look at that right there. Is Word. that Live Long and Prosper or is that V-Ice? That's V-Ice right there. You got that shit right. Um, there, But there are so many people who are calling on, like, the, we're doing this show no matter what. Now is not the time. So Buster's is doing the right thing. They're still doing great curbside pickup. They still make amazing food. You can get a spot. And we did a little uh, handout there not too long we ago. We sure did. Uh, you can also order online now, which is fantastic. So if you just want to use their new system to uh, order your food online and then pick it up, uh, you could be eating dinner tonight at Buster's or at least bring it home. I could. Bring it home to your place that you're staying at with the nice pool and not inviting Sean and Brian too. Yeah, no, that's cool. If, if you just want to eat rare uh, Mediterranean pheasant while you're sitting around in a one piece at the pool, I hope you you're guys. having a wonderful night. But that, but for the rest of us, we'll just we'll just crawl on our bloody hands and elbows on the way home, <laughs> and and try to find something to eat on the street. Maybe a dead squirrel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's fine with right. it. You were going to fight right. back for a second, and then you just no, gave power. I'm just telling you the situation. Like, okay, oh, so it's, in this, it's, it's in the remote area. There's no neighbors. The reason why I'm house-sitting is because all the neighbors are gone. Yeah. So I'm totally going to rip off all my clothes and, and get an all-over tan. That's why nobody can come Oh well, over to the that, over to the place. That sounds even, even less fun. Home. That sounds even less enjoyable and wow you you made it much more appealing for sean and i to go home and cry and bang our and head you know what on I'm the gonna door do? i'm going to try to pick up uh dollar bills with my butt i'm going oh, to no. practice that all weekend Let, long. let's be honest let's i don't want to be there now. Colleen, i don't want to see Colleen, that. let's be honest you um you've already proven that you're not actually any good at that <laughs> no, I, if I couldn't do it 50 pounds ago, there's no way I'm going to be able to do it now. Colleen Cruz, I enjoy your company very much, and we're going to have to call it a night here. Um, thank you very much. Enjoy not wearing clothes and hopefully not getting ar- uh, arrested by the authorities. Um, oh, and also, Sean and I will be fine. we got to... We got a shitty stained futon here in the studio where we'll just sit and eat nachos and cry. It'll be great. And drink Mogan David. It'll be fine. Um, be well, Colleen. All right. And thank you very much for joining us. Uh, hey, before, before, before you go, though, we have one more song to go. Um, you chose a band from my people, the, the Irish, the Northern Ireland band, The Undertones. And again, there's no right or wrong answer. I just love to know why people pick the songs they pick. Uh, there goes Norman. Why The Undertones? Why this song? Uh, because I wanted to share a little bit. There was a record store on the east side called Hot Licks mm-hmm. in Phelan Shopping Center. And it was my first foray into something that wasn't playing on top 10 radio. I saw a picture of these guys and it was like a seven inch vinyl special import thing that I had to pay extra for. It was like 25 bucks. And this is like back in the eighties. Wow. 25 bucks in the eighties. Come on. Yeah, it was in the eighties. What did you, did you you have a trust fund in the eighties? So what's that? Did you have a trust fund? Who spends 25 bucks on a seven inch in the eighties? Well, I had some money that she Lucky. picked up That's with her butt. Story. Oh. I had, I had like, I was a, I was a, I was an entrepreneur of the herbal variety back then. Oh. So I've got some stories. So 
I had some money to spend hmm. on music, but the, 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 so I fondly remember the undertones. But you always post when you're at Mill City Sound, right? When I you're, do. When you're over there in Hopkins, I do. I do work. At a, that's my other job. Is I work at a record store, and right. they've got so much good stuff there. Oh, it's time for you to wake up, Brian. My 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 wake up alarm just went off, and I'm wondering what happened in my life that I set up an alarm at five fifteen p.m. on Thursday to get my ass up. Something's not right with my life. So I do always to answer your question, Colleen. I do often post from there because I wish I had done it when I was in my young twenties. I feel like I might have been better at it then, but I also feel like I've learned enough about music now that like I'm glad I work at a record store, and I'm glad I work at such a good one. Yeah, I love record stores. Same. They're awesome. Same. Yeah. All right, so we are playing this song by The Undertones because you want to smash the state. It reminds state me of the record store. And fuck the UK, am I right? Sure. <laughs> now, those were my words, not hers. Angry emails, send them to me. Patreon.com slash Brian Oak Show. By all means, let's smash the patriarchy and let's support people like Colleen Cruz. Colleen, we'll talk again soon, all right? 